Welcome to Between X and Z, a dad and his daughter's podcast. I'm Roger, I'm the dad, and I represent Gen X. And I'm Tori. I'm the daughter, and I'm representing Generation Z. Over here at Between X and Z Podcast, we're a one-take, no-edits podcast discussing all range of topics from religion to what's trending on Twitter. Those conversations you wish you could have with your dad, Roger and I will have them for you, and we're putting them on the internet. Settle back and grab a snack and enjoy this episode of Between X and Z. Yo, yo, yo! We are back recording another episode that should not be going on the internet, but yet it is. <laughs> yes, is- we are! Tori and Roger with Between X and Z podcast. What's good, y'all? How is I almost I feel like I just like started to talk to an audience. We don't have one of those yet. We have a listening, uh, a virtual audience. Virtual audience. Yes, y'all. We have got such a good episode cooked up for you today. But before we get into all that, um, can I finish? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thought of five minutes ago, so you know this is going to be genius. Probably our best episode yet. Yes, but it's dad, always better when we make it up thirty seconds I'm so before serious, we y'all. go we into like the podcast. We like have planned out, booth. like we once made like an episode outline. It was one of our worst episodes, so we've just decided we're just going in, no plan. Okay, so can I? Am I good? Yep, can I you talk? Are, you're good okay. to roll. Tell what is between X and Z. Well, Dad, between X and Z is a one takes no edit podcast between Generation X and Generation Z. You would know that if you listen to the intro, but sometimes people skip through the intros. I skip through the intro of podcasts. And so. this is a late episode this week, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, sorry, y'all. Our uh, <laughs> our uh, little ADD kicked in there, so it's coming a little bit, little bit late to you. You know, it's funny. We recorded a couple episodes and we put them in the queue, and we then we were so proud of ourselves. We were so pr- yeah, so proud. And before you know it, it's like Monday night, and we're like, <gasps> "There's no episode for tomorrow on Tuesday." So I'm going to get this one out tomorrow, which will be Thursday morning. Oh, that's okay. And I'm going to try to get something. We'll have something ready to go for next Tuesday for our faithful, our faithful, yes, faithful listening audience. Dad, I have something really exciting to update our audience with. (gasps) Oh, I can't wait to hear this. I've named my segment. Oh, Lord. Here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you, if this is your first episode, Tori has a new segment no, Every single okay. episode. I think I finally landed on this one. Okay, we'll see. Hey, I, I, let's let's take it out for a spin. See what people it is think. It's called Tea Time with Tori. Okay. You know what T is, Dad? I know what capital T is in the alphabet. Oh my, no. I know what a golf tea is. Oh, no, no, I know Roger. what tea is that you brew and drink. No, if I was to say like this is Tea Time with Tori, what do you think that means? That this is you're gonna have some tea and crumpets no. and you're gonna you not you're just gonna say spill. crumpets. I did. What, what's what, wrong with what crumpets? What is a crumpet? You cannot like, you cannot define what a crumpet. Oh, is. I sure can no, define. You I can define no, what you a crumpet cannot. is. Oh, that is something yes, that only I can. old people say. You cannot. What is a crumpet? A crumpet is a biscuit. It is a pastry. It is something you eat with your tea that is hard, dry, and slightly sweet. It's a biscotti, is what you're telling me. Yes. Then why don't you just say biscotti? Because it's not a biscotti. It's different. No. Just Google I can't, it. I can't because you yell at me anytime my phone comes close to the mic. I know. I love it. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> so this is Tea Time with Tori Dad. Tea is what the kids say if they've got like information or like one would say gossip, but we don't we don't have a culture of oh, gossip Oh, no. Here. Not so this in this just, podcast. It, it's it's not a culture of gossip. Yes. Really, just, guys, this is just remember how I used to have Tori's current obsession. This is just what we're making Tea Time with Tori. Sounds great to me. Guys. This is very important what I'm about to talk about. We are like 
almost a week out from Harry Styles releasing his album. And I know most of my tea times with Tori have already been about this, but we're going to continue to talk about it. Dad's laughing at me until it's out. Honestly, we might even do a whole episode of Dad reviewing Harry Styles music because he's probably my favorite musical artist. Guys. So what is it about Harry Styles that is your that you're so drawn to his music? Because to me... And I, I, I'm gonna parse about, my words very carefully. Are you about carefully. to have the internet attack you? I I'm can just feel gonna it. I'm just gonna parse my words very carefully. You should. He really has an old music vibe. It's '70s disco I'm dance. With it. I'm so obsessed with it. With a little bit of a pop influence, high on the treble, low on the bass. What what is so into it? I love that music. I don't know how to find that music. <laughs> like I don't have any like I don't know how to find that. Like in like the old, old older music like i like i just don't know how i don't have artists like i don't have like a sounding board because i know I, i'm so i'm so self-aware y'all i know that's where he pulls his like influences from i have no idea how to like research that i don't know the original artist that he's pulling the influences from i guess is what i'm saying and uh, yeah so, i don't either exactly thank you so you know what i mean so i still let's say i love his style of music i think he's a really interesting person I think that he has lots of really interesting takes on life and I saw him live. He was my first ever concert with my best friend. We were supposed to see him. Actually, we bought tickets to see him in 2019, the fall of 2019 to see him in like that's like that July of 2020. And obviously that didn't happen with COVID. And so he saw him like two and a half like years later. We saw him. Wait, that math doesn't add up. We saw him like a year, <laughs> like a year later. We saw him in October, October 18th of 2021. And guys, it was honestly one of the best nights of my life. That concert was so fun. I've heard, and obviously it was my first concert, but I've heard from a lot of different people that like go to concerts. I became a concert person at the concert. I decided I was like very into concerts. I was like, I want okay, to do this now. Okay, fair enough. But everyone says he's got some of the best concerts live. He's so I'm not really, audiences. Yeah, I'm not really a concert guy. I love concerts. I love getting dressed up. I love the body glitter. I love the loud music. I love the people watching. There were so many. I loved the people watching, Dad. It was just so good. It was a little overpriced, though. And I okay, thought, okay. Thought we we have to stop. <laughs> we may have a whole episode right here in your last statement. <laughs> You lost me at the phrase, get dressed up and body glitter. I have never attended a concert in my entire life where the phrase, get dressed up and body glitter. Yeah, Dad. Emphasis on the body glitter. Yeah, glitter. Glitter, excuse me. The body glitter was ever used, spoken of, That's because, anything. not to roast you, but you like, like Michael Buble. And what's the uh, Harry Connick Jr.? That I'm was- so I'm so old. Michael Blue Blay is young as a young whippersnapper. Are you being serious? Yes. Omg. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Body glitter was a necessity at Harry Styles concert. Okay. It was one. It wasn't when I went to the Billy Joel concert in the '80s. I can no, tell you that. That was probably bad hair. It was a necessity. Probably. Yes. Yeah. So I just think he's so fun, <clears throat> and his music is super interesting. And I obviously I'm not. I've done my research, y'all. I know that he has a lot of 60s, 70s influences. I just don't know any of those artists to pull from. So if anybody in the comments wants to drop something for us on any of our socials to let me know what I need to be listening to. one I really like cr- classic rock. That's like my other musical genre I really like. So, yeah, and there's no body glitter involved there. No, that's just like face paint. <laughs> yes. But yeah, Absolutely. so that's my tea time with Tori. <clears throat> it's becoming very close, and I've been doing all of my research. I've been all cross-referencing everything. It is like a whole event. For so, me. how many records will he sell in the first twenty-four hours? 
Well, so actually, this is super interesting because I've been doing a lot of like, like I said, I've been doing a lot of prep for that podcast I was talking about every single album that I've just been like consuming. So in like since like 2010 with like the really the rise of digital streaming record sales are no indication of a, of a successful right. album. Thanks it's, to the Napster. It, I don't even know what that is. Oh boy, that's a whole nother. What is the Napster? So Napster was the first program to illegally uh, give you music in a digital form, so you didn't have to pay for it. Oh, and it's where iTunes, Spotify, all that are came from. Came from Napster. Oh, I had no idea. Well, yeah. So <coughs> albums are not, like not charted on their success. That's because by... I'm Generation X. I know we're very aware. Um. Yeah, so albums aren't aren't charted on their cells anymore. It's actually a successful record is based off of streams and it's based off of um, tour sales. Okay. So yeah. yeah, so like Harry Styles' current like his last album, Fine Line, which was my hands down my favorite album from him. Some honestly, some of the best music I think in our so, current generation came from that album. But his tour, Love on Tour, got delayed a year because of COVID. But now it's been going on for two years. I should have looked up the number. He has sold out. I think I think every like venue like it's it's okay. insane the amount of money he's made. So we do have a topic to get into, oh, but, we do. B- but before we get into that, let's talk about this for a second. In my day, when I was a youngster, a young whippersnapper, <clears throat> as you said, and earlier. a new album released, okay, a new CD dropped, album released, we would line up at the record store. I want that experience so bad. And we would go in and either buy our vinyl version oh of it. Oh my gosh, I want it so. Buy bad. our cassette tape version of it. Or maybe buy our CD version of it. And people lined up to do that, right? I literally have always wanted to do that. And then you come home and you, and you listen. listen to it over and, and over, over and, and over. over. And you make a mixtape and you do all the, you know, all this stuff that you do we did mm-hmm. in the 80s and early 90s, yep. right? But today, if you're a Spotify subscriber, the moment it releases, you have the whole album? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's actually super. So that experience is everything I want. I've always wanted that as a fan. I've always wanted that for books, for movies, like, and that's not a thing anymore with the digital streaming right. and services. Yeah. And I feel robbed as a fan and a participant. <laughs> I do. Like, that's like the quintessential experience. I feel like the only time I might get that, and you're literally about to like roll your eyes and give me a death glare, and my fiance will too when he hears this. My best friend, uh, Lena, who I went to the concert with, we've talked about getting pit tickets to see Harry on his next tour. So what that means is, so pit tickets are like the floor tickets for those who, you probably knew that. Anyway, so pit tickets are floor tickets. So floor tickets are general admission. So people start camping out like two or three days before like the venue. I think I want to do that once in my life. I think I need that experience. I, cause I, I never get to. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, though. I yeah. do think I want to start getting into vinyl, though. Okay. I've well, heard it's a really expensive habit. Uh, You know, any hobby worth its salt is going to cost a little bit of money. Yeah, but I think I kind of want to get into, like, but I don't really want to get into vinyl for, like, musical reasons. I want to get into vinyl for, like, the aesthetic. Okay, for, like, the album covers and stuff? Yeah, or just to look cool, like, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's God. really the reason. Okay, <clears throat> we'll leave, is, leave that right there. We're going to segue into our summer topic. Dad, what are we talking about today? So, yeah, it's sum- summer is right around the corner, and we thought it was important for the Gen X generation <laughs> and, the Gen- and the Gen Z generation. We thought it would be important to talk about what it's like to go on a family vacation. And more importantly, <laughs> you posed the question, why does dad almost die every time our family goes on vacation? Y'all, we about lost it. Dad and I made separate lists. We did not talk to each other about our lists. 
we were hysterically laughing making our list because my father I'm not kidding has probably had a near-death experience every single family trip I can remember in recent history yeah all you have to hysterical and he's usually the only one all you have to do is say family of five autistic child (laughs) RV 100 degrees near-death experience and that ex- that describes yes ninety nine percent of our family vacations. Yes, for context, um, I've got two older siblings, and my oldest is on the autism spectrum. So, <laughs> yes, family vacations were always entertaining. So, so we want to talk about some of our favorite va- our favorite vacations we've taken, yeah. and then maybe you can share with us some of your favorite vacations on our Facebook page, or you know. Yeah. Our sure. Instagrams and our travel, Twitters so and all, all of that, them. you know. So we want to hear about some of your favorite summer vacation trips. But I listed the four times I can remember where I nearly died on vacation. And I think I have some that he doesn't have on his list. <laughs> I think he's. I think the trauma has helped him block <clears> him out. I'm letting you know right now, if you're a headphones listener, I take them out. Because there is going to be so much laughing during this podcast. I'm just so sorry in advance. That maybe we'll try to fix it in post, but I'm not making any promises. So in the spirit of fairness, I am still alive. <laughs> I am here. So And maybe a little bit dramatic. Maybe we'll see at the end of these story retellings. <laughs> and just so I can paint a picture for you, I'm a big guy, right? Yes. He's a, he's I'm a beefy, a, I'm, you're a beefy boy. I'm six foot. I played football. You're a, I'm a big I played I was a lineman. Yeah, I'm a, a big boy. I'm a big guy, right? And um man, heat. <laughs> And a lot of exercise do not no, work no, well no, for not me. Not even that. Rhonda's vacation plan yes, do not wife. work for us. Let's talk about my mother's vacation planning okay. for two seconds. You would think that it's a militaristic invasion of these places. The way that she plans our family trips. So we didn't have. So we didn't like go on family vacations very often. We started doing it. I think most of them we took all of our big ones when I was in like middle school or like maybe like fifth to eighth grade like those three to four years and so my mom because she's my mother decided she was going to get the most bang for her buck whenever we go on vacation oh, so yeah. i am not kidding y'all we'll, like we'll talk about some of them here but our, we went to new york and so when we went to new york um i think that was our first big one well we that's did. my first one on my list where i almost oh, died this is perfect. well are you doing them in order of like least to worst or like i, I don't know okay, they're just I, I just random <laughs> times i almost yeah. died on vacation well, our new york trip for example we took in all of all of these trips involve an rv we yes. in almost all of these trips we were in a drive rv except for one yes absolutely and so that's just you need to know that going and, and in. so my wife found a way for us to drive an rv into new jersey pennsylvania uh, uh, you know all the way over to new jersey on the other side of the hudson river she said oh it's it, we can park at this rv park the subway station is a half a block away Lies. and it will take you to anywhere in new york you anywhere in new york city you, you want to go, go. Great. We so, roll up on this joint, y'all. It is a parking lot. It's a parking lot with an electric hookup. Is it, what is it is not a campsite. That thing is a parking lot. But I will say, you opened your door and you were staring at the Statue of Liberty. Yes. It was pretty iconic. Pretty iconic. It just so happened that day, that the week that we were there, we I think we were three full days in New York City. Yes. In Manhattan proper. Oh. We, we never left the island. We never got off the island of Manhattan except for... Uh, you know, visiting visiting Jersey. Ellis, no, we visited Ellis Island. So we didn't. We did the main. We didn't do any of the extenuating boroughs. Right. We just did Midtown and Manhattan. But it decided to be a hundred degrees that's the week we were. And I'm not. That's not an exaggeration. It was a hundred degrees, 
and my wife decides if we just pop up in the middle of Manhattan somewhere, we can walk to all Everywhere. the stuff we want to see. Y'all, so it wasn't just, you need to understand, so. I'm shaking my head, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's so funny, y'all. So when she planned these trips, we all got itineraries. I'm 11 years old on this trip, and I'm being handed, like, my my military assignment, and she has <laughs> our our items bulleted down to the minute like we were to leave here at 9 907 to catch the train at 9 like 911 to then get to the statue of liberty at 1004 like i'm not exaggerating so this is the so, piece this is so, the breath breath naking what's the term Bre- what about breaking your neck do you know what i'm trying to say the break neck the, the <laughs> neck pace is that what you're trying to say the break neck yes. pace the break neck pace this oh woman goodness. was running us on so so in all fairness the first day was awesome we got to see museums and oh churches God, yeah. and i mean it was, it was incredible by the second day i was really getting tired and my pace slowed way down i was just trying to keep you guys in sight <laughs> while we were walking by the third day no, 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 no. Dad had to start wearing brightly colored shirts so we wouldn't lose him in New York. We have pictures of him in like yellow, like the brightest polo Banana yellow. (laughs) Banana yellow, which my dad solely wears black and khaki. (laughs) Like he has no color. By the third day, I literally am just saying to myself, put one foot (laughs) in front of the other, survive to the end of the day. It was hysterical. Now, and I look back on it, 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 we laugh about it. It was a great trip. We thought we were going to die, though. The the family got to see all of New York, New Jersey, and amazing, amazing pizza, amazing food. The best pizza we've ever had came out of Stella's Pizza Parlor in New Jersey. Yeah, it was was incredible. But, man, was it a tough one. Oh, no, no, no. You have to talk about Central Park. We were so exhausted. This is Okay, I'm going to give my dad a little bit of credit here. It was not just him. Our family was so exhausted that by the third day, we were dragging our feet into Central Park. We got two benches in, and we called it quit. We said, no, <laughs> we'll come see Central Park a different time. It was so bad. Oh. So, y'all, we're standing, like, two hours in line to board the ferry at Ellis Island, and there's no water, so we're literally rationing out our water between the five of us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dad's threatening to throw somebody in the Hudson. <laughs> like, yep. it's not a good sight. Yeah, it's like nobody wants to look at each other, talk to each other, touch each other. <laughs> we're just then, trying to survive to the end of the and day. And you know, our general, my mother, as soon as she like, gets right in the perfect photo position, she makes every Everyone come gather up and we have to smile like we're enjoying ourselves. And then it's like, you know, at that point, at a certain point in time, and I love my wife dearly, right? We're not roasting and, her. And, we and, love this And she trip. makes, we've had incredible vacations. And, and yeah, maybe Tori's embellishing just a little bit and here, not. right? But at the end of the third day, we're all wore Exhausted. out. And she gets this idea. Let's do the OHIO with the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Midwest can you get so yeah it, it was quite comical but only heat exhaustion from New York City that was the best trip as far as me not dying there's <laughs> it gets much worse <laughs> it's so funny can I do one do you want to go back yeah, and forth? no you go ahead I think my next one comes <clears throat> in 2012 at Hawking <gasps> Hills uh, Hawking Hills? When did I almost die then? Was it hiking? Oh no no that would be funny though but no it was not 
so this was a fateful trip. So my dad is like really into like AV and video production. So there is a movie trailer on the internet. We of won't this say where. Trip. <laughs> you do your research. It's on YouTube. You'll find it. It's 2012, the Hawking Hills trip for our family. And this was just a cursed trip from the start. We roll up. So Hawking Hills is a state park in the state of Ohio, Ohio. where we live. Beautiful state park. Wonderful. And and so we used to go every year growing up. This was right before this was right before um I think this was the year before we went to New York. And so Hawking Hills and so we grown up going here. We had we got the same parking spot, like the same campsite every year with our with our camper, like same deal. And the drive camper. So we get up there and this is the first time we've ever had issues with them. For some reason, I don't even remember what, there was like an electrical issue the first day that we were there and they're like, your camper's going to catch fire. There was like some electrical or sewage issue or something where they're like, you're in danger. You need to move. And so I don't know if y'all have been like camping in an RV, but it takes a while to set up. And so we had to pack everything up and like move to this campsite. And so, you know, like, you know, once again, I'm sure if you heard my, my, our family thinks we're going to have these great times when we go on these trips and we are at each other's throats day two of this. And so mom made us go on a hike or something to create family moments. And so we're all mad at each other. Like, you know, I'm, we're like, we're, I'm in like late elementary school or early middle school at this point. And like my brother and I are like just talking, talking back to mom and dad. We were all like in trouble. And so they're trying to put on a family movie. It was late at night. And the storm rolls through. Oh, yeah. And we, like, we were all losing it. Like, I was convinced. I'm like, this is it. I got no life. Like, I'm going to die in the wilderness here in, like, southern Ohio. And we hear this loud crash. And it's and so, you know, my dad, being the genius that he is, sticks, opens the RV door and just gets out in the storm to, like, check around. And so it's so dark, he doesn't see anything. And so we're like, okay, whatever. And we're like, that's kind of weird. We get up the next morning. And there, a tree fell on our camper. <laughs> a tree! And so we were like, oh, like, a tree fell on our camper in the middle of the night. And you couldn't even see it because it was so dark. And so we had to move campsites again the next day. Yep, they, had to bring, they had to bring the tractor in to, to remove the tree. the tree on our camper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We thought that was the funniest thing ever. And you see in this trailer, if you can find it online, DM us and let us know. All you see is just the tractor going across our campsite. It was horrible. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'm going to go ahead. My next one was going to be Washington, D.C. Oh, I've got one from there. I've got a couple. We're getting long in the episode. I'm just going to say this about Washington, D.C. Exact same scenario as New York City. Except for we walked about 10 miles a day instead of four. <laughs> because in if you've ever been to D.C. and you're on the mall, my wife had this great idea. Let's park on the mall and then we can walk around I to see everything. I think we literally saw every Smithsonian. I'm not exaggerating. And it's in like, like days. when you look over at that monument, it looks like it's five minutes away. It's a mirage. It's actually five miles away. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> we're, we're from the Midwest. We're not built for this. No, we are not. But I got to mention the one, the, the first of two times I literally almost thought I was going to die. Is this from Boston? Is this this is the Boston? Boston trip. So oh so we go to Boston. Oh my gosh, the Boston trip. My, I have my, my last one's from the Boston trip too, so we can hit all three. So we go to, to, to Boston, love the city, and all kinds of historical. It's a little overhyped. It, it's all kinds of historical stuff there. Loved Boston. It was really good, but a little <clears> overhyped. They have this thing called the Freedom Trail. <laughs> And it's this red line that goes throughout the whole city downtown, and it takes you to like, 
really cool historical places. Because if you haven't noticed, my mom made all of our vacations educational. Yes. So we like so, always did educational things on them. So, so she most, was like, let's hike the Freedom Trail. So most normal people <laughs> buy a bus pass. <laughs> I can't do this so bad. <laughs> they buy a bus pass to ride around. <laughs> Y'all, this is so bad. Did we, did we buy a bus <laughs> We did not buy a bus pass. No, we decided to hike. The Freedom Trail! It quickly turned into the Trail of Tears. Let me tell you this. That Freedom Trail ended at Bunker Hill. <laughs> and this hill, I'm, it's 100 degrees again. We've done walked five miles. If not more. We're going up Bunker Hill, and I'm thinking to myself, my heart's pounding out of my chest to begin with. And I'm thinking to myself... I'm going to be the last man to give his life at Bunker Hill. <laughs> and I literally start, I start to get cold. I knew. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble. It's so bad. And there was my salvation. <laughs> there was a vendor selling snow cones. It was an ice cream truck. Do you know why I remember it was an ice cream truck? <laughs> and I got a snow cone. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It was an ice cream truck because we're all, we're like halfway up Bunker Hill and mom's, mom's so mad at dad because dad is done. She's giving him this whole speech about how Americans have given their life for this. Yeah, and what? There's another American <laughs> about, about to, to give his life. <laughs> Dad oh, is always Lord. is usually so kind to mom on these trips. Dad was done, and he turns around and goes, "No, Rhonda, it ends here." And so mom goes, "Fine," and she sits down. And so we're sitting on the bench, and Dad marches over to this ice cream truck, and they were out of everything. And so Dad goes, "Just give me what you have." And so the man handed him a five dollar. It was overpriced because he knew where he was. He knew what he was doing. He knew there were people making their last stand on Bunker Hill. <laughs> it, was, it was us. So he gives Dad, a, you know, those SpongeBob popsicles. So Dad sits down. He's exhausted. And he starts to unwrap it. And the SpongeBob popsicles got one eye and is half melted. Dad raged. It was so funny. But anyway, I did live to survive Bunker Hill like and the Freedom others. Trail. Do you have any others? I have one more before we call it an episode. Mine's from Boston. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So this one, we do you remember Dad driving the camper? The, driving the camper? In Yale. <laughs> do you remember this? Uh, Yeah. So once again, because my mother was so insistent that we had educational <clears throat> vacations... We like hit a lot of the Ivy Leagues. We so we took a trip to Boston, like my dad said, and we it was actually really cool. We structured it so like he preached at a church in New England, so we saw all of New England in the span of like seven days. And I'm not exaggerating; I literally mean every state. It in was New an incredible vacation. Oh, honestly, probably one of my favorite ones. If I could like retire anywhere in the country, it might be New England. We all fell in love with New England. Loved it. So beautiful. And so we're up in New England, and so my mom's like, we need to look out the Ivy Leagues. Because I don't know if she had some un unmet expectations for my brother and I. But she was like, you know, like, you guys might go here one day. And I was like, ain't happening, Chief. So anyway, so we're on Yale. And I don't know if any of y'all have ever tried to drive in Boston in general. 
it's terrible. Much less, once again, our, our genius family, you know, the same family that hiked the Freedom Trail and didn't get the bus pass, decided not only were we going to drive our RV through the Yale campus, we decided we were also going to tow our minivan behind the RV. <laughs> and so oh, yeah. I remember at one point we were in the Yale bookstore and my dad frantically calls my mom and he's like, get in the RV right now. I'm in the fire lane. And so we have to jump in this RV. We're trying to drive through Boston. But no, okay, so Yale is actually in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, it's the Boston trip. This is the Boston trip. But it was on the Boston trip. Thank you for my correction. Yes. So we're trying to drive in Connecticut. It's a zoo in New England. Like, it's terrible New to drive Haven. up there. Yes. Imagine a downtown of a city, and right there's the university. Yeah, like, it's horrible. And so we've got this little rinky, like, we've got this like RV in the middle of this like little tiny city who like the streets are not made for it. So we're driving around. My dad's making such steep turns trying to get us rerouted that the cabinets of the RV start falling off. It was so, so funny. We didn't think we were going to make a clearing at one point going underneath the tunnel. It well, was, you know, I, I'm driving this and RV. he's so good at driving, too, but this was not his day. So I'm driving this RV, and you whip it around a corner, and there's a tiny little tunnel with about eight foot of clearance. <laughs> and I'm like, we can't fit through there. I've got a van behind me, and I'm in downtown traffic. Thank the Lord I was able to stop in time to where we could pull over into the right-hand lane and and bypass it, you know. It was know? so funny. Our but lives flashed before our let's eyes. Let's really close with the real, actual times I almost died on vacation. <laughs> this is no joke. Guys. Tori's going to laugh at me. <laughs> I about pee myself anytime we talk about this. And I lumped all of these vacations into one word, beaches. <laughs> I can't not tell you the times I've almost died at the beach. For context, my mother's happy place is the beach. Yes. So and anytime I, they go on vacation, the beach is involved. I love the beach if it's the Gulf Coast where it's nice <laughs> and soft and easy. No. But I can't tell you the times. I mean, Assateague Island is probably the most famous oh, one. Oh, we're going to tell the. That's how we're going to end the podcast. And so what happened there was. For, for context, Assateague Island is in. It's near D.C. Isn't it's it? like Virginia area. It's like the yes. Virginia, Maryland area. And it's an island that you have to like drive like your car to. It's got to wild horses on there. Everywhere. Like, and I did not have a near-death encounter with the wild horses. Oh, no. That's you think good. that he would, you know, if there's wild horses roaming. It's beautiful. If you ever have a chance to go, go to Assateague Island. It's amazing. But the problem was, it was they'd, had, they'd had a storm and the riptide was super bad. Like red flag. Red flags all across the beach. And because we were kids... The lifeguards, you know, they're putting up the red flags like you don't want to swim or you really need to take extreme caution. So we were kids and our thought was we wanted the biggest waves. And so we were going to the beaches with the red flags while like families were leaving. Oh my God. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. So we were headed towards the danger. Yes. So we're, That's we're the out theme there. of our vacations. We're out there. We set up right beside the lifeguard station, uh, right, Which literally is right key there. Later on, and, and I think you guys were a couple feet out, and I was getting concerned about you. And then I go out like five feet out, and it literally, it's like <clears throat> imagine you're walking down the sand of the beach into the ocean, and it goes from a ten degree slant to a forty five degree slant. It was. And before you know it, you're in five feet of water. Okay, I look around. And my children are gone. 
And I look back over, and they're all up on the blanket <laughs> on the beach, and I'm out in the ocean by myself. He's getting swept away. <laughs> and I'm a big guy to begin with. And I'm trying, and these a big I, guy I, who has asthma, who has asthma, <laughs> and I'm trying to get, and I and I literally the waves are coming in so hard, I get knocked sideways, and I'm just rolling at this point. And not just like oh he stumbled, like we're talking somersaulting. <laughs> so I literally, I literally reached down into that place where you're just about to die, and you g- draw on adrenaline. And I crawled no. on my hands and knees. I'm getting asthmatic. Like this is like the beach of Normandy. I'm getting asthmatic as I'm coming out. I can't catch it. I can't breathe. Because the waves keep hitting. And I, I crawl, crawl, crawl. And I collapse like a beached whale on the towel there. And, and my whole family from about five feet. When I was five feet short of that towel... They're laughing their heads <laughs> off at me. All four of them are laughing hysterically. Oh, y'all. I collapse and I look over and I roll at the lifeguard <laughs> and I give the lifeguard a dirty look, right? <laughs> and he just kind of out of this corner of his eye, he looks at me and I see this little smirk in his face, you know? <laughs> and I literally almost died on the beach there. Y'all, when I tell you, when I'm feeling sad, when I'm upset, when I'm having a bad day... I visualize that moment on Assateague Island and my spirits are oh. lifted. It wasn't even, oh, it was hysterical. I can't even just, and he's not exaggerating about the slant of the beach. That's what made it so bad. The fact that it was riptides and it had, the, the beach was so slanted that dad was crawling up and he was, uh, it, it was so funny. It was so, yeah. so funny. We laugh now. I almost died Dad was then. so mad at us. So <laughs> mad at us. <laughs> Anyway, the, I think the whole moral to the story is this. Go on vacation with your family. Make a memory. Make yes. memories with your family. Be safer than family when you go out on vacations. You just Don't said our last name. I'm sorry. You're going to have to bleep that out. Be safer than Roger and Tori That's and so Rhonda funny. and Zach. Do I have to bleep out our last name? Are we trying to have internet safety? Well, maybe I should. So if, if you hear a beep there... I, it's because I didn't give away our secret last name. Shut up. But anyway, <laughs> just be safe. Have fun. Make a memory with your family this so summer. True. And when you're when you're getting old and gray haired like me, you'll you look back and laugh. You look back and laugh. That's so funny, Dad. All right, hun. Anything else on this week's episode? No. Nope. Wear your sunscreen this summer. All right. We'll see you next time on another episode of Between X and Z. <laughs> If you're listening to this, that means that you survived another episode of Between X and yes, Z Podcast. We are made so it. proud of you. We are proud of you. Very proud. Go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms at Between X and Z Pod. And for business inquiries, you can email us at Between X and Z Pod at gmail.com. Awesome. I love all that Between X and Z. What is Between X and Z? It's the wise of life, Dad. We'll see you next week.